Hey everyone, I am Nacella Dukley and you are listening to Keeping Score. How are you? This past weekend was Father's Day. I know it's not something that everyone necessarily celebrates, so if you did celebrate a wonderful father or father figure in your life, I hope that it was wonderful. If you didn't, or perhaps you're missing a father that isn't physically with you, I hope you still enjoy the weekend and the beautiful weather wherever you are. Shout out to my dad, who has inspired courage and tenacity in so many aspects of my life. He also makes the best grilled cheese sandwiches ever. All right, so enough of that. I've been thinking a lot, not just about grilled cheese sandwiches, but in our last love note, we talked a little bit about the power of being able to change our minds. I touched on some tips that have helped me. Hopefully something resonated with you, but I felt like it would be important to explore this topic a little bit more because the ability to truly be open-minded is no easy task. And for me, it's not just about being open-minded to other people, but even for ourselves, how to be open-minded to new ways of being. In general, changing my mind as of late has looked a lot like unlearning and relearning. The first stop has been around better understanding American history. Let's start with Juneteenth just as an example. Juneteenth was just this past Friday. I'm certainly excited to hear and see that so many organizations have honored the day by making it a paid holiday and by creating opportunities for their teams to truly understand what Juneteenth is and what it means. I do think, however, in the vein of being able to change my own mind, that I need to take personal responsibility in how I seek out knowledge. After all, part of the reason we're in the situation we're in today is because as a people, we've had a tendency to accept the information that was given to us, especially when it comes from someone or institutions that we deem credible. And who can blame us? So for me, the exploration has been varied. I've been reading books like Biased, uncovering the hidden prejudice that shape what we see, think, and do by Dr. Jennifer Eberhardt listening to podcasts like 1619 by Nicole Hannah-Jones of the New York Times. This is a super popular one. You've probably heard of it already before, but if you haven't listened yet, I highly recommend. It is so, so well done. I mean, Nicole Hannah-Jones won a very well-deserved Pulitzer Prize for the 1619 Project. I've watched some documentaries on the Tulsa Massacre. I've rewatched 13th, and I've added in some TED Talks like the one titled Racism Has a Cost for Everyone, by public policy expert Heather McGee. There is truly so much content out there, as you all already know. But on this journey, one particularly important thing that has arisen in all of my sleuthing are emotions. Tons and tons of emotions. They're mixed. I've felt exhausted. I've felt empowered. Because it's nice to feel somewhat in control of what you're actually learning, I felt hopeful because I do think that true education is a catalyst for any of our systems to be able to really change. But I've also felt angry. Angry for feeling fooled. Angry because I've been blind to the suffering of so many people that look like me, that could have been me. It is absolutely worse than I realized. I've also felt embarrassed and ashamed that I didn't know so much of this history sooner. I'll be honest, I didn't know about Juneteenth until I took an Africana Studies class in college. And even then, I don't think I really got it. 
I'd also like to mention that I feel really overwhelmed right now. I'm not sure how to really start, where to actually go, how to actually make a real difference. All of this to say, I want to just share that what I do know is that one of the most important things we can embrace are these feelings of discomfort. They're normal. While I didn't think it would be a walk in the park, I also didn't realize how heart-wrenching it would be to be unlearning. Perhaps that was me being naive. And as I said in the last love note, the problem with being open to any new information is that it really deeply challenges our self-concept. It shakes up who you think you are. I'm personally grappling with how my actions, behaviors, and attitudes should change as a result of what I now know. I don't think that they should necessarily stay the same. I'm sure that there's no clear-cut answer. I'm sure it looks different for every person. I also know that it's insanely uncomfortable, even when you're willing. So from my perspective, unlearning and relearning is our duty. It's what I believe in the case of something like racism outside of the law will truly ensure that our society will be one that we're really proud of, mainly because it creates accountability. I also know that if you are able, like truly able to unlearn, then it is even more so our responsibility. For example, I spoke to my dad on the phone this weekend, and I was telling him all I'd been up to, reading, watching, etc., all the resources that I just mentioned to you. And he said something along the lines of, I've been around for a long time, Masella. He's in his 60s, and he makes this type of joke for pretty much anything. But then he said, He used to be able to watch movies and documentaries on the history of black people in America, but he just can't anymore because it makes him too sad and too angry. I can't say that I was shocked to hear him say that, but I can say that it makes so much sense. My dad and so many others are so entitled to feel tired and reluctant, and I imagine that each of us probably will feel that way at some point or another. It did make me realize, though, Unlearning is a privilege, especially for those of us who haven't had our feet in the game. Unlearning is a tool for good. Unlearning is a tool for healing. Unlearning is also a means to set ourselves free from whatever story in our lives bind us. Unlearning and relearning adds depth and complexity to the story. It gives us more to work with. So whether it is American history or how you view yourself in a complex world, I hope that you can embrace the weightedness of the reality that you can be whoever you want to be. You can show up as who you are despite what you think you already know about how you should be. You don't have to stick to the script. You don't have to stick to the story. It's okay for things to just be different than what you thought. Along the way, I have to say, take breaks. Take breaks as you need. I'm learning that. In between all of these new resources... I mean, they're not quite new, they've existed, but new for me, I am proudly watching 90 Day Fiance like all of the time. (laughs) Unlearning is also being okay with not knowing what to do, how to feel, or really just know where it's going. Bottom line, don't let a single story define you. Shimamanda Ngoza Adichie said it best. The single story creates stereotypes, and the problem with stereotypes is not that they are untrue, but that they are incomplete. They make one story become the only story. So unlearn. Be free. I am finding so much humanity in myself and others when I recognize just how hard the process of unlearning 
is in every single way, but also that there is so much good on the other side if you just stick to it. What are you unlearning right now? Is it how to be at work after months of working from home? Is it how to be with friends or family? Is it how to show up as yourself? Is it how you show up in relationships or in your community or society in general? All I can say is the more we know, the better we do. I love hearing from you and love to see that you're listening. So tag, share at Masella Dukley on Instagram. A new episode of Keeping Score will come out next Tuesday per usual. Until then, take care of yourselves.